Hello, family, and welcome. We're Bob and Penny Lord. The program we want to share with you is called A Prayer and a Promise. We made a prayer intention to St. Joseph, which he answered. We were at the Holy House of Nazareth in Loreto, Italy, when we made the promise. We promised that we would make a replica of the Holy House in the United States. We have traveled long and far to make this promise a reality. It has taken the better part of six years, but we have finally completed our task. Today, we want to share with you all that went into the promise and the fulfillment of that promise. We want to take you step by step. We want to share with you how God makes whatever he wants happen when it is to glorify his name. You have been part of this quest, this dream, this journey from the very beginning. You who have helped us accomplish this work for God by your prayers and donations, your love and support. We wanted to give you the gift of seeing all that you prayed for coming to fruition. And so, my brothers and sisters, this program is dedicated to you, our benefactors. However, before we tell you about our seven-year quest to fulfill our promise to St. Joseph, we wanted to share with you a short version of the history of the Holy House of Loreto. It was the year 1291. The Saracens or Muslims had decided to vent their venom and hate against Christ and all things Christian. They were destroying every holy place in Palestine. The Crusades were over. The Crusaders had failed in their attempt to protect Christians and all Christian shrines. They were run out of the Holy Land. They went on a rampage. There would not be a stone left upon a stone in the whole, any of the holy places. Satan was having a field day. He could see the last remnants of Christianity being destroyed in this holy land. Hordes of Arabs rode for all they were worth, straining their horses to their limits towards Nazareth to destroy the house of Mary, where they knew the Christians had celebrated the Annunciation. From the time of Jesus' death, his apostles and disciples had celebrated Mass at that place. It had become a shrine from the earliest days of the Christian movement. This was an important place for the Saracens to destroy. This is where it had all begun. Here Gabriel appeared to Mary. Here the Holy Family lived for 30 years until Jesus began his public ministry. But now, when danger seemed so imminent, we can visualize an army of angels racing down from heaven. Their wings are glistening in the sun. St. Michael is in the lead as they speed to form a barricade around the house. The sky is filled with angels from one end of the horizon to the other. The Lord gave the angels a mandate. Move the holy house 
take it to a safer place, far from the hatred of my enemies in this land of my birth. Lift it. Lift it high into the air where they can't get at it. Don't let them even see it. We can see Michael and Gabriel in charge, supervising the movement of the house where the Holy Spirit had formed the Savior of the world in the womb of Mary. In unison, the angels lifted the house from its foundation and carried it high into the sky above the clouds that could not be seen from earth. The angels carried the holy house high above the mountains and deserts of the Holy Land across the expansive Mediterranean and Adriatic seas to Yugoslavia. On May 10th, 1291, it landed in the quiet little hamlet of Tersanto in Yugoslavia, far from the battle cries of Palestine. Early one morning, the local people discovered to their great surprise a church resting on the ground. There was no foundation under it. Inside, there was a stone altar. On the altar was a cedar statue of Mary, standing with her divine son in her arms. The infant Jesus had the two first fingers of his right hand extended in a blessing, and with his left hand he held a golden sphere representing the world. Both Mary and Jesus were dressed in robes. Golden crowns were poised on both their heads. The people of the village were awestruck but confused. They didn't know what to make of it. The priest wasn't sure whether it was the work of our Lord or the devil until a short time later when Our Lady appeared to him. She said, Know that the house which has been brought up of late to your land is the same in which I was born and brought up. Here, at the Annunciation of the Archangel Gabriel, I conceived the Creator of all things. Here, the Word of the Eternal Father became man. The altar which was brought with this house was consecrated by Peter, Prince of the Apostles. This house has come from Nazareth to your shores by the power of God, of whom nothing is impossible. And now, in order that you may bear testimony to these things, be healed. Your unexpected and sudden recovery shall confirm the truth of what I have declared to you. The priest who had suffered for a long time with an illness was immediately cured. He promptly told all the people and word of this gift from God spread throughout the countryside. Pilgrimages began coming immediately to the shrine of the Holy House of Nazareth, which God had chosen to bring to this little village in Yugoslavia. A crude building was lovingly erected over the house to protect it from the elements. However, the joy that the Croatians had experienced at having this most precious gift in their midst was short-lived. Three years and five months later, on December the 10th, 1294, the Holy House disappeared from Croatia, never to return. Saddened by the loss, a devout man from Tersato built a small church, a replica of the Holy House, and placed it on a hill where the original had stood. He placed an inscription which is there till today, 
The holy house of the Blessed Virgin came from Nazareth on the 10th of May in the year 1291 and left on the 10th of December, 1294. Shepherds in the area of Loreto, Italy, across the Adriatic Sea reported seeing a house in the air supported by angels flying across the sea. They reported one of the angels, Michael, wore a red cape and seemed to be leading the others. Our Lady and the baby Jesus was seated on top of the house. It continued inland and landed some four miles into a wooded area. The Holy House had moved again, only now from Yugoslavia to Italy, and it would move again three times in one year. The first location was in a wooded area. After the news of it had spread, many people came on pilgrimage to the house. But they were not all working on the same agenda. Robbers came and waylaid, robbed, and beat the pilgrims. The pilgrims stopped coming. The house quickly fell into neglect. The angels who had been put in charge of protecting the house lifted it again and set it down on a small hill in the middle of a farm. This land was owned by two brothers who began fighting immediately over the ownership of the house. So the angels moved the house a third time to another hill in the middle of a road, the site it occupies now and has for the last 700 years. Tradition tells us that as soon as the house moved off the brothers' property, they became the best of friends. The people of the area didn't know exactly what they had there. They knew it was a church and had appeared miraculously. They'd heard about its movement from place to place during its first year in the area. Then there were the reports of multitude of miracles taking place as a result of praying at the church. That was about as much as they knew. But in 1296, two years after it had landed in Loreto, Our Lady appeared to a very holy man, Paul of the Woods, a hermit. She explained the origin of the house and concluded with these words. It remained in the city of Nazareth to the great consolation of Christians until, by the permission of God, those who reverenced this holy house were expelled from the city by the arms of the infidels. And since no honor was any longer paid to it, and it was in evident danger of being profaned by the infidels in contempt of the Christian name, it seemed good to my beloved son to translate it from Nazareth Yugoslavia by the hands of the angels and afterwards to remove it to your land. We took the words Mary gave to the hermit Paul of the Woods as a mandate for us that the Lord wanted the Holy House to continue from Nazareth to Yugoslavia to Italy and now to our land, the United States. It took many years and many locations before we found the perfect place to build the Holy House. We went from Louisiana to Kentucky, to Ohio, to Illinois, to California, and finally the Lord brought us to Marlton, Arkansas. On the same day as the grand opening of the Holy Family Mission on September 23, 2000, we brought all the people to the hill where the Holy House would be built. It was a glorious, groundbreaking celebration in anticipation of the work that would soon be done there. Okay, bring all the shovels up here. 
Where's the mayor? Where's the mayor? Chamber of Commerce is here. Barry's somewhere. Yeah. Where's the Chamber of Commerce? Mayor. 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 Can we have uh, Geraldine? There's Brielle and Owen in the bunch. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's one of those kids. That includes Eddie Beckham. Yes. Hey, Gurley. You're the only one with Gurley. All right. Gurley Bushhog this place a couple of times. <laughs> they still go fishing in that great pond. <laughs> On behalf of the city of Moralton, let's cut this ribbon and celebrate the new Holy House. It doesn't cut very well. Okay. <laughs> about the Holy House. And the girl at the checkout counter was going like this. <laughs> I believe God can move mountains because, you know, the word tells me so. But move houses? <laughs> well, you know, I started to laugh and as, just as I was laughing, the Lord convicted me as I walked out. And he said, yes, you believe God can move mountains because you believe the word. You believe he can move houses because you saw it with your own eyes. We were down under the holy house. But do you believe that God can move men's hearts? And that's what I've been trying to do ever since. God bless you. They gathered young and old. Our dear Lord Jesus, his mother Mary, the angels and all the saints must have been smiling down from heaven as they looked at their children celebrating this momentous occasion, the, the groundbreaking for the Holy House of Nazareth. We had dear friends from all over the country come to join us in the celebration. Friends from as far as California on the West Coast and Maine on the East Coast, Puerto Rico, Illinois, and many states in between. We were family. Construction began the day after Thanksgiving in the year 2000. We had an interview with the local radio station where we shared the urgency to get this promise fulfilled to build the Holy House in the United States. Usually, when we are in the heat of construction, the air is filled with stress and anxiety. During the construction of the Holy House, there was peace throughout. It was as if our Blessed Mother was the job superintendent, complete with hard hat, 
like Mother Angelica during the construction of the temple in Hansville, Alabama. It had to be right. It had to be perfect. When something had to wait for the right material or the right person to do the work, we waited. This had to be right. This was for the Holy Family, our Lord Jesus, His Mother Mary, and her beloved spouse, St. Joseph. We couldn't do anything but the best for them. The shrine in Loreto sent us a plan showing how the little house looked in the interior. God sent us angels to lay the stones in the holy house. The stonemasons cut the stones one by one, carefully duplicating those in the plan. And they did it with joy, asking us each day to tell them the story of how the holy house of Nazareth was transported by the angels. The names of all the benefactors who have helped and continue to help build the Holy House by donating money to have blocks engraved with their families' names and or the names of deceased loved ones steadily fill the exterior walls of the Holy House. And finally, on September the 22nd in the year 2002, the Holy House was ready for its solemn dedication. The procession was led by Father J. Bennett Voris, Chancellor of the Archdiocese of Santa Fe, New Mexico. It was fitting that Father J. should be the one to begin the procession, as he was the priest who carried the statue of Our Lady out of the Holy House in Italy six years before. Father Pablo Straub followed with Father Voris as they began the procession from the tent where we had celebrated the final Mass of the September Conference on that Sunday. Friends and benefactors took turns carrying the statue of Our Lady for almost a quarter of a mile to the Holy House, praying the rosary as they processed. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Father, and to the Son, and to the 
saints of the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, for all the As Father Jay carried the statue of Our Lady of Loreto on the last portion of the procession, his mind had to travel back to the Italy of six years before when he carried that same statue out of the Holy House of Loreto in procession to be transported to its final home here in the United States. The Holy Spirit, whose power overshadowed the Blessed Virgin, serenity and peace that you may live as one in mind and heart in the household of the Church. Amen. Amen. May Almighty God bless this Our Lady of Loreto statue and you all, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.
It reminded us of the day that he carried it out of the basilica, out of the basilica of the Holy House of Loreto from the Holy House through the basilica and out the door. And although he did, he went from one place to the other. It took six years to do it. <laughs> uh, it's the it's fulfillment. It's it's not the end, but it's the fulfillment of a six-year quest to. Keep, a, keep promise. a promise to St. Joseph. Um, we still have a few things left to do here, but when we saw a lady going up very tenuously today, <laughs> we were all very worried a little bit, and she finally got to her home, we finally feel that <coughs> we fulfilled the promise. She's here to intercede for miracles. She already has. We have had the greatest miracle here which is reconciliation of a couple. And uh, I want to just say that in 1531, a lady of Guadalupe came and she stopped Holocaust. I believe that our Lady of Loreto's presence here in the heart of the United States is going to stop the Holocaust. All we need do is pray. This, for those of you who are local or those of you who are <clears throat> just passing by, this house will be open every day. But we love you. you. None of this could have happened without all of you. And I mean that sincerely. And all the names of those people who sent in money and have their names engraved on the bricks. It is not something that Bob and I did or Luz Elaine and Brother Joseph did but it was a family thing that our whole family did. Like Today is a day of great joy and fulfillment, and we will close this dedication with a beautiful hymn called Mary the Dawn. Dawn. I will lead the invocation, and then I will ask you to respond. For example, the first will begin, Mary the dawn, Christ the perfect day. So you'll respond with the invocation to Christ. Now, once we complete this hymn, I'm going to ask for absolute and complete stillness, silence. Those of you who remember making pilgrimage to the Holy House in Loreto, Italy, will recall that there is a certain stillness in which our Blessed Mother can visit your soul in a way as in no other place I've experienced on earth.
ourselves in the presence of God. All you nations sing out your joy to the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. All you nations sing out your joy to the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Joyfully shout all you on earth. Sing praise to the glory of God, and with a hymn sing out His glorious praise. Alleluia! All you nations sing out your joy to the Lord. Alleluia! joy to the just. They greatly delight in your saving help. You have granted them their heart's desire. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. My brothers and sisters, as we gather to celebrate the feast of Saint Padre Pio, of Pietrocina, an inspiration to all of us, let us turn to Almighty God as we ask pardon for our sins. I confess Father, your saints guide us when in our weakness we tend to stray. Help us who celebrate the birth of St. Pio to glory. Grow closer to you by following his example. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and humble he shows kindness. 
This is the word of the Lord. He who does justice shall live on the Lord's holy mountain. He who walks blamelessly and does justice, who thinks the truth in his heart and slanders not with his tongue. He who does justice shall live on the Lord's holy mountain. Who harms not his fellow men, nor takes up a reproach against his neighbor, by whom the reprobate is despised, while he honors those who fear the Lord. He who does justice shall live on the Lord's holy mountain. Who lends not his money in usury, and accepts no bribe against the innocent. He who does these things shall never be disturbed. The Lord be with you. And, and also with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his crowds, No one lights a lamp and puts it under a bushel basket or under a bed. He puts it on a lampstand so that whoever comes in can see it. There is nothing hidden that will not be exposed, nothing concealed that will not be known and brought to light. Take heed, therefore, how you hear. To the man who has, more will be given. And he who has not will lose even the little he thinks he has. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. After six, almost seven years, I began to think, it'll never happen. Those of you who were with us on pilgrimage six years ago, when we were in the Holy House of Loreto in Italy, will recall that as we left the great Holy House and the Basilica in which it resides, receiving the blessing of the patriarchal chaplain of the friars, we took this very statue, a duplicate of the original, blessed there in the Basilica Holy House, and brought her to the shipping dock. <laughs> we wondered how she would fare through the borders, through the customs, and when she arrived in California, we were ready to kiss her feet in joy. We couldn't find her a shrine in California. We couldn't find her a place through the many highways and byways and properties through which we searched for several years. And then the Lord opened up an unsuspected place here in Marlton, Arkansas. And even after this land was developed, this ground was broken, there were many, many hurdles. But finally, yesterday, on the 22nd day of the month of September, in the year 2002, Our Lady was enshrined in her proper place. Welcome home, Father. God is love. That's everything. And in the Gospel today, from Luke chapter 8, 
Jesus said no one lights a lamp to put it under a bushel basket or to place it under a bed. No, you put it on a lampstand so that whoever comes in can see it. All is to be brought to light. This house is a house of light. It is like the city set on a hill. Did any of you come yesterday evening or the night before to see the house illumined in the darkness? Some of you have. It looks like the holy house is floating on the hilltop. Last night I was reflecting on the words of Sister Mactilde of Mactilde Magdeburg, who was a mystic of the 13th century, wrote this on how the works of good people shine like a light beside the works of our Lord. Insofar as we have been innocent here, so far will God's holiness shine in our innocence. Insofar as we do good works here, so far will the works of God shine and glow in our works. Insofar as we here cling with fervor to God, so far will God's fervor multiply and shine through ours. Insofar as we here thankfully accept our sufferings and bear them patiently, so far will God's sufferings enlighten and shine through our sufferings. Insofar as we have diligently practiced the virtues here, so far will God's holy virtues light and shine in ours through infinite honor. And insofar as we burn with love and radiate the light of a holy life, so far will God's love burn in and illumine our souls and bodies without ceasing, never to be extinguished. The title of Sister Mathilde of Magdeburg's writing is the flowing light of the Godhead. If we indeed if we indeed are to be a temple as this holy house as splendid as it is as beautiful as it is as moving as it is is but an external it's another glorious external but it is external. It is to be the outer sign of the holy house in your soul. That was all that I tried to teach about this weekend on the temple within. As splendid as the majestic temple of Jerusalem was, as glorious as this holy house is, it is nothing in comparison to what God sees as the splendor of a temple soul, a holy house soul, filled with grace.
sin. Teresa Vala referred to it as an interior castle. And it's like a crystal castle. When the soul is in grace, it is like a burning lamp. Now that's your mission. And your mission. And your mission. And your mission. To be the light of Christ. So that your holy house is on fire. Like Sister Mathilde says, with this illumination. And the fire, the light, the grace, the love is to overflow. The flow light. Father Jay proceeded to bless the exterior of the Holy House as we all marched and sang the song to Our Lady, Mary the Dawn. As we processed, Father blessed every part of the exterior for the angels to protect from evil all who would enter and allow the blessings of Our Lady of Loreto to be showered on all who pray here. the blessing, Father Jay led us in a closing rosary, chanting the prayers to our Lord Jesus through his mother Mary. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread.
every full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The grand celebration is over. The crowds have all gone home. The peace and serenity has settled over our little valley. It's quiet time for you and for Our Lady. She's waiting for you to come and visit her here. Every evening, after a day's work at the Holy Family Mission, the staff goes to the Holy House to pray the rosary. Every Thursday, the entire local community gather in the Holy House at 4.45 p.m. to pray the Mysteries of Light to honor our Holy Father's request. This is your shrine, built for you, by you. We welcome you to come and visit us here. It's a friendly stop to take time to rest in our Lord Jesus, His beautiful Mother Mary, the angels and the saints. We've only just begun. We could not have done what has been accomplished without you 
your prayers and your donations. We ask you to come now and visit our Holy Family Mission and your Holy House of Nazareth. Holy Family Mission is a little bit of heaven in Arkansas. Come, rest a while here with Jesus and Mary. They're waiting for you. We love you. The Holy Family Mission and the Holy House of Nazareth are a work in progress. The Lord has given us 83 acres of prime land in the Arkansas River Valley to glorify His name through the work that we do. If you feel that the Lord is calling you to help us, if you truly believe that something divine is happening here, help us. Send your tax-deductible donations to the Holy Family Mission at the address on your screen. We believe the Lord is orchestrating what happens here. Be a part of it. God bless you. We love you. Please load our free Bob and Penny Lord app. Here is how to download our free Bob and Penny Lord app. Simply, with your iPhone or Android device, go to the App Store, search for Bob and Penny Lord app, and download it. It's that simple. Here's what you can do with our free Bob and Penny Lord app. Number one, the, there's a link to our marketplaces, our websites, uh, our uh, blog, and this podcast. The second link is to our Bob and Penny Lord TV channel, where you can access all of our videos as seen on EWTN, plus a whole lot more. Thank you very much.